Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And Thanksgiving is so early this year, Kevin. I cannot believe it is coming up this week. So we read Food Wars Volume 2. It's so weird. It's one of those where it's it's always the fourth Thursday in November, and usually it's that means it's the last Thursday in November, and it's not, but it's still the fourth one, so it shouldn't feel so early. Mm-hmm. It also like always feels like 2023 started yesterday. Yeah. So anyway, th- that's enough about the sad march of time. We read Food Wars, which has been over for years, yep. and then read Shonen Jump, which will go on forever, at least until One Piece ends in 20 years. Yep. Starting with a Kanabanashi story 86, New Breeze, which I thought was fine. Yeah. I do like uh, Akane's senpai being like, ah, oh, he goes, he's a guy who goes and reads all sorts of old stories that no one really tells or passes down anymore. Yeah, that, so, was, that was pretty cool. So I he, like- he has these stories that are practiced, but no one, that aren't popular, so no one has taught them. Yeah. Like, I liked, it was like, yeah, there's like 200 Rakugo stories, like, in circulation, essentially, but there's actually like 800 Rakugo stories that have just, you know, the masters died out without finding anybody or the stories just didn't. So I thought that was really neat, like you said. And uh, I still love the the hair flip into a different personality. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then also Connie's rival being like, oh, man, he's actually good. Yep. All that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Which takes us to the the elephant in the room, the big thing to talk about this week, which is One Piece chapter 1098, Bonnie's birth. Hot damn. We, we talked about this a little already, Kevin. Yes. What did you think about this technically unfinished chapter of One Piece? What do you mean technically unfinished? O- Oda has apologized for the quality of some of the art, and if you go through realizing that, you can say, oh, these are just sketches. On the other hand, most of them are really sad Kuma f- crying faces, and it, like the sketchiness of the art almost adds to the effect in a lot of the places. Okay, yeah, because I like I definitely did not read that at all. There's one ship scene that you can tell. It's like, oh, no, this just isn't finished. This is just a bunch of lines that look like a ship, <laughs> but also like there's so many, a bunch of them are all the same scenes where kuma is crying yeah like you can still see a bunch of the sketch lines that makes and unfinished like it's clearly unfinished but like i said i can believe you saying that you re- i didn't notice it on the first read either yeah like that's just one of those it, it seemed less like a bug more like a feature <laughs> yeah kind of thing of i thought he was like going for not i i could have totally bought that he was going for that the joke online is, oh, did Oda not finish because he was crying so much by drawing this that tears just got all over the pages and he had to start over again? <laughs> yeah, so this is really intense, and I didn't know what to make of it the first time I read it, just because this is something One Piece has implied before, and technically it's only implying it now. Technically there's an out for it, but it's pretty implied here. Yeah. It's very difficult to uh, read this any other way. Yeah. In a way, with like a Bella Hancock, it's pretty easy to say, oh, she was probably just tortured. Yes, but I mean, like, we all know what happened, really. Yeah. Yes, but there's an, it's a kid's manga and there's an easy act. Yes, there It's is. kind of like, I don't know if you know about the Viola del Flamingo thing. No. Well, th- they don't use honorifics with each other. And when Oda was asked, he said, it's an adult situation. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you, again, there's an out there. Yeah, but. Well, even this sounded like. There's still a bit of an out. Yo, yeah, there is an out, but if Oda takes it, he's more of a coward than when he decided Saul wasn't dead. Yeah, that's fair. 
And I hope it doesn't. Like, yeah, so. so do I, to be clear. But it, just, it felt very strange for this to be in one piece to me. The more I... The further I get from it, the more I think it's okay. But I, between it being unfinished and that, I had a really hard time ranking this chapter. Gotcha. I also am, like, again, I'm more plugged into the One Piece fan reaction right now than I usually am. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are calling this the best flashback in One Piece. And I think that's a lot of recency bias, but I do kind of get the argument. So what's your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, this Kevin. is this is still really good. I think if he kind of dances around the subject isn't quite the right term but just like this is one of those ah it's one of those jokes in a it's not a joke but this is one of those things in a kids movie that like the adults understand and the kids don't really this is like i said the the most explicit by far they've ever gotten with it yes it is but it's still uh you know all right cool we just we don't we don't mention it and it's fine not fine but (laughs) it's the opposite of fine it is maybe the least fine thing that has happened in One Piece. Yeah. Um, I am torn on it because we didn't really need more reasons to hate the Celestial Dragons as a people group, if we're being honest. That's that's we, fair. We already all want Luffy to punch them so hard they literally destroy the red line on both sides of the world. <laughs> I kind of think him punching Kaido and Big Mom into the earth is legit just prepping us for when he punches Emu so hard through Mary Wajwa, he comes out through Reverse Mountain <laughs> on the other side of the world. I kind of am thinking that's where One Piece is going. That would be cool. And yeah, that's, that's fair that I didn't need that, but it sets up some stuff with Bonnie that I'm definitely really interested in, especially with the, I forget, the scale disease. I forget what they call it. Sapphire scales. Sapphire scales disease. Being like, well, she's out in the sun later, so. And also, she's only supposed to live till 10, and that takes place seven years ago when she was five. Yeah. So she made it to 12 somehow. So presumably that has to do with why Kuma sold his body. Yeah, I'm going to guess Vegapunk fit either. It's I can see the the thing I think is being set up is Vegapunk Fixer. And I yes. like that. But like the even more fucked up thing that I think they might go there is maybe the Celestial Dragons just have a cure for this and they just didn't give it to her cuz they don't that's, see her as human, which is yeah, the worst thing, but that, that's more what I'm thinking is is not that Vegapunk Fixer it was that they did. Because, like, it's one of those, well, how did the mom catch it then? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, do the Celestial Dragons all wear their spacesuits for an actual reason? Or, and then you can get even darker with, is it an STD of some sort? Mm-hmm. Which I don't think Otis is going there. But no. I didn't think he was going here either. So, yeah. So, like I said, I'm, I'm very interested. I kind of like the evolution of Kuma in this, like, knowing where he ends up and like where he's not baby still seeing him as kind of the baby face giant and then like losing that as this shit goes on. Yeah. I like the Kuma flashback a lot. Like I said, it did not take me long to come around on it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as like the law or Robin ones yet personally, but that could also come with time. That's fair. It's it's te- also technically not done. So, we'll, yeah. but that, that law one, man. Yeah. And Robin's always going to be the gold standard to me. Saul being alive does kind of retroactively ruin it, but Saul wasn't back alive for 10 years of my life while I was thinking of that. So. That's true. And, you know, yes, him being alive, like, sort of takes it away, but, like, I, he thought he was going to die kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing where, 
a lot of people don't think Pedro's dead because why, there's no reason to believe Pedro's dead if you're a One Piece reader, right? Yeah, that's true. He took the same amount of damage that everybody else does and survives. Yep. Why? Why? He's just going to show up with Katakuri to rescue Pudding and be like, I was fine. <laughs> I was just a little blown up. Well, I still had a life left. Uh, I took one of Orochi's off screen from the next arc. Well, I was going to go that he was, uh, since he's a, a cat. Oh, they uh, have nine lives. He's yeah, got nine fair. lives. I, I, I still have some lives left. Why are you guys all in a dizzy? Yeah, Big Mom only took seven of my lives. <laughs> yeah, so for, like I said, like it definitely a chapter I have a lot to say about at the very least. And that's not even mm-hmm. getting to the stuff we learned about like the Revolution Army this week. Yeah. or So we're, very weird to me that Sanji's been flirting with Bonnie so much now that we know she's 12. But Sanji didn't know that, I guess. Yeah. Just weird in hindsight. Well, it's one of those, like, how the hell was he supposed to know? Because she yeah, was yeah, look, actually a... He's not in the... Ro- but uh, the but Oda knew is the yes. thing. <laughs> yes, there is that. But it's definitely one of those, like, oh, oh, what? Mm. <laughs> it's also one of those, like, what does Oda plan and what does he just pull right out of his ass? Because he said over and over the supernovas were something he thought up the chapter before they showed up because he thought the arc was going to be boring. <laughs> I mean that's that's also fair. Like so you know maybe he didn't have it in his head with all of that that she was actually going to be And you know he could have had a daughter for Kuma it planned all along and then just decided that can be Bonnie. Yep. Or could have been one of those didn't do the timeline math in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like the people that I see that make the posts about like there's a bit where uh, who's the the swan guy in uh, Baroque Works. Bon Clay. Bon Clay turns into Nami and uh, takes off her shirt, and it causes Luffy to get a nosebleed and fall over. And then they're like, and then he didn't react at all when Boa Hancock was naked in the bath. It was like, well, because one was played for comedy, <laughs> and the other one is like a relevant plot point. So <laughs> you can't you can't go look. Oda thinks that Nami's hotter than or Nami's hotter than Boa Hancock, like. I mean, maybe Lu- maybe Oda thinks Luffy thinks that. Maybe, but also maybe I was like, you can't take the comedy beats of like all of the times that Nami manages to hit Luffy and actually injure him. It's like, oh, she's you know she's had uh, armament hockey since the start of the show. It's like, no, again. A, you're right, but B, that is canonically how Garp can hurt Luffy as a child. So. Yes, but again, there's the difference between Garp like. Because it, it's even a point where Luffy at one point is like, why do your punches always hurt? I'm made of rubber. Versus the Nami beating him up thing is just the silly joke thing that happens. So it's like, it's not, you can't take this as fact of, oh yeah, she's had armament hockey the whole time. Just like everyone with a D in their name is secretly a D. <laughs> secretly. Yes. Hey, D. Row. Pay D. Row. And that's how he survived being blown up. <laughs> It's like, okay, there was, there was one, okay? One dude. And that was like a huge a huge news thing of, no, we're going to make him Gold Roger so that it's not Gold D Roger because we definitely don't need another D in the goddamn news. Uh, buggy D clown. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Sakamoto Days, Days 143, Entry. It's a chapter I have nothing to say about. Yeah. There's going to be a fight. It's going to be a three-way. Giggity. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. That'll take us to blue box number 125. You know what that means, Kevin. 
is the name of the chapter. It's weird that they <laughs> addressed you specifically. It is. What did you think of it? I still really liked it. I like that Taiki just goes like, I can't tell you, and then leaves. And they're like, that that says a lot, actually. <laughs> it says he probably had a secret relationship with somebody he lives with. I really like the thing with the manager. Yes. And the game they had to play, that was all pretty fun. And he's like, ah, oh, I needed a girl in pigtails, though. And she's like, what does that mean, though? He's like, you wear pigtails? I didn't <laughs> She's like, yes, but what does it mean on a deeper level? She's like, um, Why what? can Nami hurt Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like that the they might get found out having lunch in the uh, storage room. I, d- I doubt they will. I, I doubt th- they I will. I feel like they, they will come up with some sort of st- sitcom solution to that problem. It looks like they're not close to the door, so they're probably behind something visually. Is oh, I assume know. they just like play it off like they're looking for something in there. Yeah, either that or like I like I said, they it might be the Yo, they might have to press up real close to each other and mm-hmm. not breathe. That, yep. that would also be good. You're right. Anything else you want to say about Blue Box? Nope. That takes us to Mission Yuzakura Family Mission Two Hundred Two Mozu Ryu and Asa, which is also fine. Yeah, it's some development stuff. I didn't love it, if I'm being honest, but I That's didn't fair. hate it either. No, totally fair. I don't know if I have anything more to say on it, really. Yeah. Which takes us to Martial Master Awesome Round 21, Take Flight, which is pretty good, but I also don't know that I have much to say on it. He, he won the fight. The stuff about, hey, a responsible fighter should tap came back. He, yeah. He takes him seriously, so he's like, well, I'll break his arm if he doesn't surrender, but I hope he's smart enough to do that. Yeah, and I like that too, and I like that the guy going like, this is important, but I can't, I, I can't take that injury. Like, even if it's a clean break... That's six to eight months in recovery, like just in recovery, not just, oh shit, like I'm, you know, then it's going to be another like three or four months of getting back into shape kind of stuff. Like it's just going to be a nightmare. So yes, while I do feel like I need this, he's got me beat. I like that. We see Nito's dad for the first time via flashback, Mm -hmm. which is something. And then grandpa gets real into the commentary for a bit. Yep. I like that. And I kind of like the, this is, this is something that I really like where it's, it shows the MMA is a sport kind of thing. Like he's gonna like he's gonna you know drop an elbow on the guy's head, and the coach is no, don't. He's like, huh? What? Like just not thinking because that's that's the martial arts response of like there's several times where it's like, dude, I could just palm strike to the nose and the guy's out. You can't do that in a sport because that has the potential to kill people. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai, Chapter 133, Romance 1337, which sadly I didn't think it was as good as the previous chapter, but it was pretty fun, I thought. Yeah. I like the future vision of like, no, in, in the future, threesomes are bad. It will bring him great social shame. I guess only in Japan? No, no, that's true in America, too. Remember that time Bill Clinton had to talk about what is was because he <laughs> got a blowjob in the White House or whatever? Yeah, but at the same time, like if it's the you know there there's the there's the weird double standard of it's the coolest thing ever until you get found out about yes. it, I guess. Yeah, but that's fine because young master thinks that both wives and concubines are important. Mm-hmm. So they're both like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> so then they fish a whale with a dynamite. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on Elusive Samurai? Nope. All right, then that will take us into jump card.
Jump Guard is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite on up. Only 18 this week. What do you have at number 18, Kevin? That's where Mama Yu Yu. I just I don't care and like this just seems confusing. That's fair. I thought there was quite a few stinkers this week and the stuff about the idols in that world I kind of liked, but there's so much that's not good in that. Like the mentor character seems so overpowered that he should have just dealt with it. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Like even he he even calls him out like, "How the hell are you this strong? You're just some old dude." <laughs> ah, but I'm an old dude in shonen manga, you see. You see, this is the shonen manga universe. <laughs> it's too bad our shonen protag sucks so bad. Yeah. I have new ace at 18. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't, like, the whole gag of it didn't work for me at all. Fair. What do you have at 17? That's right, I mean, Robico. I don't know, I just, I didn't, like, find this funny or, like, anything. It got a few smiles from me, which okay. is why it went ever so slightly higher. That, that's totally fair. I have Icehead Gill at 17. Fair. It showed some flashes of what Icehead Gill could have been. Yeah. It, it, again, I've been thinking a lot about One Piece. It made me think a lot about how Oda is like, yeah, I've always known the ending to One Piece, and I thought it would only be five years. And it feels like this person also knew what the ending to Icehead Gill was and thought it would be five years and did not get it. Yeah. But like the, the king's not sacrificing himself took a lot of like the power from that moment, I felt. Yeah, that's true. In a version where he had been developed more and we maybe didn't want him to die, I think that ending could have worked. Yeah, but, but it's, that's not the version of Icehead Gill we got. Correct. We got the, like, the we basically got the the author hitting us overhead of, he he's worthy of redemption. You should show that and I, not tell me that. I feel like other shonen manga we've read has ended like this, but I can't think of anything. And I feel like, we we go back and forth about how it's always weird when something gets canceled. Yeah. But more and more, I think it's better just go out on your back and just be like, and now it's the end because I ran out of chapters. No, and I, I think that's true too. This kind of reminds me of the ending of Last Sayuki where they're all super powered going to fight the final boss kind of thing. But that's like a flash forward thing. Yeah. So I kind of like that more because we don't see the conflict, right? Yeah, that's true. And we don't see we don't really see the conflict here. They kind of just go, all right, well, then here's the epilogue. What do you have at 16? 16 is where I have Ice Head Gill. Oh, that's where I have me and Rubik. Okay. So. What do you have at 15? That's where I have Cypher Academy. That went perilously high this week for me. Because I don't think it was super good. But there's just a bunch of stuff that I'm like, eh, but like, Cypher Academy was better than that, as much as I didn't super like it. That's fair. I just, I kind of like glazed over it. Like, yeah. like we introduced a new power for the main character, which is that his facial expressions are expressive enough to communicate to other people. Mm-hmm. Which is like a shonen manga bullshit thing that makes sense from his reading thing. I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense and is cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's not great. But it ended up going above a bunch of other stuff that I didn't think had a moment that good. Totally fair. Because 15's where I have My Hero Academia, which I want to like so bad, Kevin. But like, I don't know what Bakugo's doing. He got stronger somehow. Pain is involved. I like him, his manic grin and like that paralleling All Might. And yep. I like all for one ignoring him, but like, what is he doing? Yeah, no, that's fair. I have no A's at 14. Meh. That's where I put Mama Yu Yu. Gotcha. So. What do you have at 13? That's where I have Kill Blue. Same. There are bits of Kill Blue I really like. Like, I really like the premise, and I like the introduction of this new character, but it feels jammed two together in yeah, a way yeah, that yeah. made both stories kind of suffer. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed kind of, okay, weird. What do you have at 12? Uh, 12 is where I have Kagurabachi. I liked it more than last week, is what that's, I'll say about Kagurabachi. 
I, I only have it slightly higher though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I kind of like don't know where this is going. I mean, it's, it's the first big fight, but it does feel like they were doing a ton of world building, and I have no idea what happens after this. Yeah. And normally I don't care. Normally that's kind of par for the course for Shonen Manga, but this has done more world building beforehand, so I feel like I should. Yeah. It, it feels like, and not only, like, it feels like they were, I want to say 80%, 80% through the planned world building, and then was like, oh, shit, fight. Like, this just that's the feeling I have of, like, it feels like you wanted to build more and didn't i have witch watch at 12 okay i've kind of talked about how like weird this second part feels to me i think it's an okay premise for a part two but like i don't it really feels to me like the last third of the video game where they make you go to all the other places to find a thing yeah and not in a good way Mm -hmm. i have my hero at 11 yeah it's just kind of like you said I, i don't really know what's going on that's where I put Kagurabachi, Okay, because I I thought the fight was pretty good. Like I like him taking the lightning hit and his attempt to like save. Oh civilians. yeah, sorry. That, that was that was, I remember now. That was one of the things that really bothered me. Not the fact that he used his sword as a lightning rod, but he was like, "Yeah, I generated electricity on my sword, thus making it a lightning rod." It's it's like that's how lightning rods work. That is that is not how lightning rods work at all. I I don't electrically charge a lightning rod so that they conduct electricity better. That that's not. That's not how that it, it actually would work incorrectly. Like lightning is not attracted to other lightning. What do you have at ten? Ten is where I have Witch Watch. It's a uh, interesting, like you said, it's it's interesting. So we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, you know how much more they're going to lean into the comedy aspect of it because she's young. Ten's where I put Cipher Academy. Okay. Like I said, I, it had the bit which made it better than a lot of other stuff. But mm-hmm. like I saw, like oh man, Cipher Academy was good this week. Yeah. It's more of a lot of stuff didn't have it all the way. That's fair. What do you got at nine? That's where I have two on ice. Again, I just felt like it was, I don't know. I just. I think you and I are disagreeing on two on ice because it probably it doesn't feel much worse to me. It feels very the same. And so it's kind of plateauing and it's not as novel anymore. But it it's, reminds me of some of the later Haikyuu in a lot of ways mm-hmm. with how intense we're going in on the character and his wants. Yeah, that's fair. I have Sakimoto days at nine. Okay. Like I said, nothing much happened, but sadly that puts you above half of Shonen Jump this week. Yeah. What do you have at eight? Eight's where I put Mission Yozakura. Same, actually. Because th- nothing happened, but there was more exposition and more setup for stuff to happen later. Yes. Compared to Sakimoto. What do you have at seven? Seven is where I put Undead and Unlock. I-, I thought it was kind of cute, but... It was a little uneven, just because the twist seems so obvious to me to do yeah. it this way, so that it felt like they took too long with it. Or we didn't focus enough on the characters' reactions to it. Because if the characters are surprised by it, that's different than the... That's a different feel than the audience being supposed to be surprised by it. Yeah. So that could be more fun. It, I But like I did like the solution and twist, and I like where they're going in the future. So I have it slightly higher than you. That's but fair. I was very of two minds on it. Yeah, I, I still have the... But their sisters <laughs> making this very fucking awkward when you just like start thinking about logistics. They don't have to do it all at the same time. They don't, <laughs> but does that mean that they sleep in different beds? Does he like have to like, all right, you get him Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I get him Thursday, Thursday or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then we alternate Sundays or like, you know, how we're going to, how we're going to work this out. Look, you it's know what important I mean? to have communication in your open relationship, Kevin. So as long as they got it worked out, it is, that's but not I just, our business. It, it's true. But I just started thinking about logistics of like, 
Well, logistics are hard in any relationship, Kevin. <laughs> yes, but normally you don't. You're not married to two sisters in a relationship, even in an open relationship. I have a Kanabanashi at seven. Okay, I put Sakamoto days at six. I guess I just liked it a little bit more than you, but you're right. Uh, basically, nothing happens. It's all right. Cool. We're gonna here uh, we go. That's where I have him to unlock. So sure. just one spot above you. What do you have at number five? That's where I have the elusive samurai. It, it was good. I did. I did like it. But you're right. It. it Lost a lot. Like that last panel was the last panel last week was very good, and it's just isn't that which is fine. Five's where I put two on ice. Okay, like I I think I already said my thing. Yeah, it, it's hurt by not being able to have music, but that's a problem with including music as an important part of your comic book. Correct. They're bad at conveying that. What do you have at number four? Four is where I put a Kanabanashi. I I do like that. Yeah, I drudged up a bunch of the ancient stories, and again the the hair flip, which we've seen before. But I just I like the he's got his hair down, then he's like, all right, time to perform, and he like slicks it back, and he's like, all right, here we go. I put blue box at four. Okay, I definitely liked it, but it felt a little soft and slow this week, and like I didn't feel any tension from the cliffhanger, like we kind of talked about. Fair. What do you have at three? Three is where I have Martian Master Asumi. It was good. I you know I I like a lot of the aspects of it. Still a little weird with him, like. I, I don't know how I feel about his, like, split personality or, like, uh, all his ultra instinct mode or whatever you want to call it. It didn't last very long, and that gave it points for me. But yeah. I, I am also not... We'll have to see when it how it gets treated next time, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not... That's what I mean by I don't know how I feel about it. I'm like, I, I don't know either way. Do I like it? Do I not like it? So, we'll see. Number three is where One Piece ended up for me. And okay. after our conversation, I would almost move it up. But I think like between it being unfinished, even if I don't think that detracts as much as it would just hearing that, mm-hmm. and like how odd it made me feel thinking about it, I think I'll keep it here. Sure. Again, this might end up being like a favorite chapter of One Piece in the future. I might completely revise that. But this is where I ended up when I was trying to figure out where does this unfinished weird chapter of One Piece go? Fair. What do you have at number two? Two is where I put blue box. I like that bit with the manager and the the one guy in the you know the sports battle is funny, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the the people coming to, you know, aha, we're going to find your secret dating spot. Two is where I have elusive samurai. Okay, I like the whale bit at the end a lot. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have in number one? I put one piece at number one. But I think that's super fair, and I almost feel like it deserves it. But like I said, I just felt very odd about the choice to include that plot element. That's fair. I, I find it very interesting. So uh, I, It is super interesting. It creates an incredible emotional reaction, yep. right? So I yep. think it's fair. And like I said, I had, you know, like literally until you mentioned it, I had no idea that he was like, ah, oh, sorry, I didn't finish this. And like, I just literally yeah. did not notice the- When I saw that, I had to go back and see. But like when I was looking for it, it was very obvious. Like, oh, that's not done. That's not done. And he spent clearly 24 full hours in a row on this splash page. So I get why those mm-hmm. aren't done. This is also the first time we've gotten three chapters of One Piece in a row, I think, all year. Yeah. So like, Oda, if you need a, if, if you need a break, take it. Yeah. I don't want you to, but at the same time, I want you to. Yes. I have Marshall Master Awesome at number one. I really like the tap out at the end, and that's yep. kind of what it comes down to. I think the fights in the chapter are pretty good, and I like the inclusion of all the peanut gallery characters mm-hmm. and the way they interact with the fight. So I thought it was pretty good overall. Yep. That'll do it for Shonen Jump, but we read volume two of Food Wars this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break.
So we read volume two of Food Wars. I wonder how much value there is in us reading more Food Wars after this. Yeah. Because I enjoyed it as I did my first time, but yep. it, it, I feel like it's one of the weird things that doesn't read better collected. Yeah, that's fair. A lot, like, I don't want to, the sex appeal is not the only thing of Food Wars, but when it was in Shonen Jump, that was always a nice breather and something I was looking forward to. Yep. And it was funny and sexy and it doesn't read as well binged in my opinion. No, that's fair. This is the introduction of how the Shokugekis work and yep. a bunch of the mechanics. And I think it's pretty well done the way they're introduced. Yeah. And the first opponent, there's plenty of room for it, the series to grow from here. And we get to see Soma's cooking ability. There's a pretty well done underdogging of him. Yeah. And then the explanation of how he wins is satisfying. Yep. But like this is Food Wars for the rest of Food Wars also. Yeah. Is somewhat sexy shows up. They're better at cooking than Soma. Soma figures out a way to cheaply defeat them, and then there's a sexy time. Yep. Repeat until Arena. Yep. So yeah, I I I kind of feel that same way too. It was nice reading it again, but it was just kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, this is cool. But you're right, just kind of binging it all at once. Not probably not the best way to go. Yeah, and I wonder if it got canceled due to volume sales, or if. It was getting tired by then, and I was just new to it, so I didn't feel that way about Food Wars. Yeah. I don't know. Because the last two seasons of the anime feel really mad, but I kind of blame that on pacing more than the, yeah. the source material, but maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I just enjoyed the source material because it was when I was new to Food Wars. That's possible. I do really like and find it weird to read all of the, it's definitely not beer parents, don't worry. They're definitely not drinking alcohol. Yes. I'm a responsible mangaka. Yes. Oh, I'm like, I can't tell how much wink I'm supposed to read into this. I genuinely can't. Yeah, I do like that. And I like, I always still really like the, the recipes and stuff that he, that he puts in the volume, uh, which is cool. Oh, yeah, it's a good gimmick for the extra volume content. Mm-hmm. I like a bunch of the, like, a lot of manga gets this, but Haikyuu does it as well, but I like the little extra, like, comedy beats that get put in on the blank pages. Yeah. A bunch of those were really fun. The one about Miku, like, trying to pick which bra she's going to wear. Yes. Uh, Shokugeki is really fun, and some of the, her name is not Todoroki, that's a guy from My Hero Academia, um, Megumi. Some of the Megumi bits there are also really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, so, it's fun, but... You're right. I don't know if we should just keep going back through because, like, we can talk about the plot points, but like you said, it's mostly somebody has challenged Soma because Arina hates him, <laughs> and then he has to. I'm. This is the. I guess we still have this is him like struggling with coming up with something. Like he, you know, he goes through a bunch of stuff and like does think something up, but but here the struggle is with his budget, right? A little bit? Because he's like, oh man, my dad left me five bucks and the beef club has five more bucks and I've got to buy practice materials and figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but I mean, it's in the the cooking competition where he does the omelet thing and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, uh, which probably volume four, if I'm being honest, but might be volume three. It's soon. Uh, it's soon. I don't remember which part of the cooking. It's near the end, so so it might be four. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But it could also that could be much faster in the manga than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. It's always hard to tell when going back. Yeah, but yeah, that is a really good bit. But I just like, and then it started becoming like he has to like think about his battles a bit more, kind of 
But he still sort of did for this too. Yeah, there's the whole thing where it's like, yeah, I was, I thought you might make your rice and your beef overpowering, and they would clash. So that's how I managed to beat you. Yeah, is I unified all my ingredients and they complement each other. Well, and like he was mentioning, he was like, I made it a a bowl. Like the whole thing is, it's a meal all in one, and you had good rice, good beef, and just threw them together, not making it a dish. You know, that would be like just taking a random appetizer and side dish and being like, here, eat this. Like, well, do they pair? Like, am I supposed to eat this as a meal or is this just like, all right, this is multi-course. Like you eat this one, then you eat this one. Yeah. So it all works pretty well, but uh, Mm -hmm. I I didn't super enjoy it, even though Food Wars is something I like. It wasn't like a huge chore either. No, that's fair. There are times where I'm like, man, how many more chapters do I have to read? Like, I guess I do want to finish this story, but yeah, at no, the same fair. time, it feels like a lot. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. All right. Do we want to add anyone from Food Wars to personality power level? I feel like we should since we're, like, banning it from the podcast. Which are, <laughs> Look, next Thanksgiving, I'm going to forget this discussion and need something, and I'm going to say, let's read volume three of Food Wars. And you're going to be like, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> and maybe we'll feel totally different. But I, I also think we, uh, we, we completely skipped it on Hajime. Hajime no Ippo? We did. I didn't want... Look, I didn't know who to add. Where would I put Ippo? He's like a Stronin manga boxer boy. We don't even have any of those to compare him to. I mean, that's fair. I was just... uh, As I was editing it, I was like, we just totally didn't do anything. So now let's make it easier on myself and not anybody. Okay, we're on a weird time crunch where I don't know if we need to end soon or if we have 20 minutes we need to kill, but okay. Before I get into the the normal endings, www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out past episodes of the show and my other two podcasts and find a link to our Discord on which we are going to start doing a One Piece weekly book club where we're going to read a volume of One Piece every week. I don't know if Kevin's going to be involved in that or not, but he knows about One Piece. He might say something. Maybe. If that sounds interesting to you, join our Discord and it will be there. I don't know if we're doing volume one this week or next week, but it's going to start soon. Our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. Is there anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Stop.